Blog Talk Radio. What's up, world? This is your man, Nick Eden, and I am here with the talk of the town. I know you're going to dig this. Welcome to the Middleman Presents Talk of the Town with Nick Eden. I am your host, Nick Eden. I got my man Al with me. What's good, man? I'm live and direct, man. On my way to Jack Alright. Mm, calm down. Got Kev in the background. <laughs> Are those noodles this week? Oh, shit, nah, man. Nah, nah, nah. It's some rice this time. Something new every week with Kev. <sighs> anyway. Thanks, guys, for coming back with us this week. Did you? I know I did. I had a rough week, man. Ooh, we. Golly. Uh, well, I have some good points to the week. Uh, Monday, I got a chance to interview uh, Kiki Wyatt. Real, real down-to-earth sister. Like, when you say really down-to-earth sister. Country is interview. all get out. You say interview? Yes, I said interview. Where it is? I how she look at person, man? She, 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 you know, she still made up good or something? No, she look good. She look good. Hold up, I'm good. trying to find out if Nick Moonlighting on us. Moonlighting, my Moonlight. ass. Moonlighting. a favor from my publicist. <sighs> It'll be up on YouTube within a, about a week or so. I did a, a favor from, uh, from my publicist. Shout out to Attica Lundy. You know, always hold me down. So, but, uh, yeah, she... Uh, She's she's real down to earth, and you know she. Uh, I got in touch with um, the VP of uh, publicity over at um, at Shanaki, her label, uh, Bill Carson. He said we was going to go ahead and get some stuff cracking for the Middleman show. Uh, she dropped some man. She dropped some knowledge, boy. She got to talking about the BET Awards. Not as bad but, as you do, huh? Huh? Not as bad as you do, huh? Shouldn't me. <laughs> she got to talking about that whole thing where Alexander O'Neill and Sherelle doing Saturday Love when it was supposed to be her doing it. She got to talking about Marsha Ambrosius doing the um, the tribute to Patti LaBelle with If Only You Knew when it, when Kiki was the one that did the remake. She talked about a lot of stuff, man. Like she, you know, she like I said, she's a real she's down to earth. And at first, you know, she kind of tells she was like, oh, I didn't want to talk about this, didn't want to talk about that. But it's like the moment you could, you know how when people. When it just come out of me, like, you know what? I do have to say something. This and that and this and that. And when she got to talking, I said, goodness gracious, are we getting this? <laughs> so, 
And speaking of her label, uh, Shanaki Entertainment, uh, big shout out, Ruben Stutter. Just signed a new deal with them. Um, he's finally, finally away from the American Idol producers, which I am so happy for. I'm so happy he said that we're finally going to get the real Ruben uh, this time around. So um, his new album will be out this October, as a matter of fact. So I'm kind of excited about that. Actually, I'm really excited about that. Yeah, I, I still like that Why You Want to Act Like That song. That was Tyrese. Why you want to act like that? Was that Ruben? That Tyrese, was not Ruben. Tyrese did that. Ruben did change me. Why you want to change me? Yeah, my bad. There you go. There my you go. Bad. I like that record. Bless your heart. Anyway, speaking of new albums and new deals and all this good stuff, Boys Men is getting ready to drop their new album, 20. Uh, this is actually a celebration of their 20 years in the business. Um, the new album is gonna is gonna be a double disc, so it's featuring all new material from them, as well as revamped versions of all their classics like "End of the Road," "Please Don't Go," and "I'll Make Love to You," and "On Bended Knees." It's all their classics. So this is celebrating their 20 year anniversary. They're gonna have a big whole thing. They're even talking about a movie. I think I, I think people would be kind of excited to see that a boys and men movie. That'd be hot. No. Yeah, whatever. Y'all be hating on me. Yeah, well, I mean, I want to like see what they went through more. and, you know, and, you know, learn their history a little bit more. You know, everybody got a story to tell, you know. Yeah, everybody got a story to tell. See, they were one of those groups. They they stayed away from controversy. See, we a lot of times, well, in the public eye, they did. A lot of times, you know, we we just, we want to follow somebody for the controversy. No, no, I want to see what their story was. You know, how they managed to stay clean you know, stay clear of all, a lot of the drama that other artists have faced. Some of those troubled artists out there, including y'all boy, R. Kelly. <laughs> you know, he just got out the hospital, right? Oh, AIDS coming out. Eight, my bad. Uh, no, nah, man, he had um, he had emergency throat surgery earlier uh, in the week, and um, he let people pee in, on him now. Huh? He letting people pee on him now. Man, I can't stand you. I can't. So wrong. Anyway, just so wrong. Sending out a, so wrong. a warm, you know, you know, just a get well to 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 Mr. Robert Kelly. You know, we hope he hope he gets well. There's something wrong. We with miss really Robert. Is. We miss Robert. I can't stand you. There's a couple of you '90s R&B fans out there. Uh, there's gonna be a big tour, but it's not gonna be anywhere near us. It's amazing how American productions put on concerts and stuff all around the world, but they don't bring grand concerts to the state. Uh, Billboard Live is doing the latest tour, and uh, they're taking it to Japan. Now, this one is going to feature some 90 singers that we all know and love, like Lil Mo, uh, Changing Faces. And uh, if you remember the group 702, from 702, oh, yeah. it's going to be... On a oh, tour yeah. already You know she's Actually she lives in Atlanta, Georgia And um, she's dating Music Soul Child They've been dating for about, a, uh, about No it's been about three years What? Yeah, he's actually producing her Yeah He's producing her new Little cross-eyed music Let me stop Oh lord let me stop it 
I gotta work on my filter. I've been hanging around Kevin too long. Uh, huh. Need to work on that damn mic. Uh, shut up, shut up, shut up. How am I now? Better? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I'm not even gonna get into the sales. I, I'm so disappointed. We started off this year great, you know, R&B and hip hop. Had some good albums that actually did some real numbers. And this summer, it seems like the music industry's gone right back to its old tricks, and now they putting out a bunch of mess and it's cluttering the airways once again so it's like just when you give them a, just a little bit of hope you know you, you you give them a little bit of credit for what they do and they go back to BS what can you say but we're not even going to talk about ourselves we are going to talk about our subject today and that is mm-mm, the tracks sleeping artists who sleep their way to the top now, you know, we've been hearing rumors about that kind of stuff for years. You know, the actual term effing for tracks came um, about two years ago. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember Dallas Austin put up a video. <clears throat> Excuse me. He put up a video where he just kind of basically went in on a, uh, on a couple of female you know, singers that were around or out at the time. And just kind of really, you know, how they... Sleeping with this producer, sleeping with that producer, trying to get, you know, material. And um, he actually went and apologized for the video. They took the video down completely. This is the first time I've ever seen, you know, stuff on the Internet just does not disappear. I have not been able to find video anywhere. Anywhere. Does Big Brother have something to do with that? I'm just saying. There's only one other person that I can say that can make a video become missing. Completely. One person. Uh. Prince. Say what? Prince. I can't boy. What? Prince, man. I... The purple man, the symbol, the sign guy. Oh, man. Speak up. Sound like you're talking to a fan. I'm just saying. Anyway. So, yeah, Dallas put out this video. And he said he, he specifically named Christina Aguilera in the video. And how she was going around and sleeping with, you know, different writers and producers within his camp, including himself, you know, to to get, you know, a lot of production work. This isn't the first time something like that about Christina Aguilera has come out. Uh, there's been many stories about her. She actually ended up marrying Dallas' sister. Um, but this it, it goes back a little further. Like a lot of people don't realize, this goes back. You know, we're talking about pre Motown days. You know, and 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 what cost does it, you know, do for the music? Like, when are the producers gonna realize that you know their credibility is worth more than the one night stand? And what about those artists that are out there and they're putting in work, really, really putting in work? And let's not all put it on the women. There's some guys out there, allegedly, but there's some guys out there that you know they 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 doing something a little strange for a little piece of change, or in this case, a recording contract. So what we're going to do is we're going to get into our first song of the night, and then right when we get back, we're going to go straight into FN for track. This is the game featuring Kanye West, who wouldn't get far. Middleman presents Talk of the Town with Nick Eden on Blog Talk Radio. Been around the block, been around hoes that fuck Biggie and Pac, like Vita Guerrero. 
took her to the top She'd give you some brains, you let her throw up the rock Let her put on your chain, she'll throw you some cock Picture that, like Megan Good and Jamie Foxx Hype said it's a rap, she's still on the set Putting oil on her legs like she's loading with Valance She was eye candy in the double excel Hopped off the page and on a skateboard with Pharrell I knew she Cause $500 can't get you that how you get that? And all these new video bitches trying to be Melissa Ford But they don't know Melissa Ford Drive behind the car She a video bitch But behind closed doors She do whatever it takes to get to the Grammy Award Fucking <laughs> in rap stars You know who you are Put your hands up, ladies If you kept your legs closed But you know Fucking in rap stars You know who you are I wrote this song for you Black boxes that I have under my belt Like boxes, not to brag, but If it add up, mm, two, nigga, that's madness Game, you madness How you gon' call out all these Bitches knowin' damn what they gon' call me The only dream of that ghetto prom queen Was to make it to the screen Maybe get seen Maybe get told by a nigga from a team Head so good, he don't ask for a preen no. Now ask yourself this question, uh would you be with Jay-Z if he wasn't CEO? Would you be with F-A-B-O if he drove for Neo? Would you ride with Neo if he was in the G-O? Why the hell you think these bitches coming at me for? But since they all fall in my palm, I take a trio. Yo. yo. Fucking them rap stars, you know who you are. Put your hands up, baby. If you kept your mouth closed. But you know. Fucking them rap stars, you know who you are. I wrote this song for you. Like Kalisa, Hallie, and Boomerang, yeah I've been around the block in the Bentley drop top On Miami Beach when Lil' Kim was fucking with Scott I got the scoop on hoops, whatever the case She'll let you spray in the face long as she bathed in eight And ain't nobody tryna take Beyonce from Jay But I know a bitch named Superhead who fucked back in the day The things niggas do when pussy sitting on his face Stab un in the stomach She must have had a pussy like Wonder Woman On that superhero shit Flying Gabrielle Union in the back of my six Impala, forget the double D's I'll put them right in your face like that model bitch Dakara And she ain't winning show but she riding in that Galata That's why I'm fucking the day Whew That one's kind of harsh mm. Oh yeah You're tuning in to The Middleman Present Talk of the Town with Nick Eden And we today are talking about Effing the tracks Artists who are sleeping their way to the top of the music business now, of course, with this whole internet generation, you know, a lot of people are saying it's a new phenomenon, but this has actually been going on for a long, long time. As a matter of fact, some of our favorite artists from back in the day were accused of doing something a little a little nasty to get on. I don't know, guys. What do you think about this whole concept of ethnic track? Oh, excuse me. I see one of your guys uh, on Facebook was saying that uh, where can he sign up? I don't think he want to sign up for that. <laughs> oh boy, I gotta see this. No, I'm just saying. It's, it's not worth it. But uh, I mean, man, there's a lot of females out there, man. Uh, case point, you know, the rumors were about uh, what's Dream ex-wife name. 
Uh, Chris, which one? Christina Milian or Nia? Yeah, Milian. Yeah, Christina Milian. She went from cooling. She went from Dre, cooling Dre to before him it was somebody else. Before him it was Nick somebody Cannon. else. She Nick was with Cannon. Nick Cannon. She went from Nick yeah. Cannon to uh, you know what I'm so you to Cool and Drake. Then she went from Cool and Drake to Cool and Drake. And they in position. Well, on one hand, I can, you know, we, we definitely don't want to directly accuse anybody. But what I oh, will say is that every one of those guys that she dated, she was signed to their production companies at the time. Yeah, it's kind of ironic. I ain't gonna lie, man. You know what I'm saying? Man, that's kind of ironic. I'll date Christina Milian for two weeks, though. You know what? Just two weeks. I mean, what's wrong with two weeks? Let me ask you this. Is it necessarily anything that's wrong with it? And I'm playing devil's advocate here. We all know that nowadays it's very hard to break as an artist. So if you're an artist out there and you got a lot of talent and that's the one thing that's standing between you and getting to where you want to go, is that such a bad li- such a bad life decision? Why y'all get quiet on me? <laughs> when you say Hilarious bad life decision, what do you in the background too? Huh? I was saying when you say I'm just saying bad life decision, was what do you mean? Playing in the background. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, hey, man, we got to get it in, man. That's what they doing. I mean, we I mean, all know the only thing that's really standing in life. your way. Say it one more time. We keep talking over each other. Say it one more time. Well, I was just going to say, you know, we all know what's right and what's wrong as far as morals and life, but... Uh, I say we we people would do whatever they feel they need to do to get something, even if it's just something to eat. You would do what you need to do if you're hungry enough to get something to eat. That's how I look at it. Well, let's look at it like this. I can't say for sure whether what you're doing is right or wrong. But and we all know this, especially in you know the urban music industry, there's a lot of drug dealing and drug trafficking that's going on. That people are using that as the way to get themselves on. Which one is it? The lesser of two evils? I mean, it's still wrong. Nah, man. I mean, you know, like selling drugs. You know, that's 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 something affecting other people and, and trying to get it like that. That's affecting other people. But having sex, that's between you and that person. But if you put yourself in a position where, you know, that's all you good for, then they're going to play you like that. You know what I mean. Hmm, I can understand that. Well, let's take it back. Because, you know, one of the one of the more famous people who was, I guess, in when it comes to urban music, she was one of the, the originators of essence of tracks. But it turned into a very successful career for her. And that's Diana Ross. And oh, they don't like to look at Diana Ross like that. I, I mean, I mean wasn't that movie uh, the one with uh, Dream Girl? I'm saying Dream Girl. That was somewhat a parody of what she did. Yeah, I agree. You know, in Dream Girl, they tried to they portrayed it as oh, you know, this was just a big bad record executive that used one to get to the other, and the other one she was just a victim of falling in love. But I, you know, I actually wanted to be a music historian originally. You know. 
little known fact a lot of people didn't know that I didn't want to be an artist or a songwriter. So I did a lot of extensive studying on Motown. All of the reports from Motown say the same thing. You know, Diana Ross, she had kind of had her eye on Barry Gordy from the time she got there. I realized that when the Supremes signed with Motown, she was 15 years old. Mm-hmm. She had had her eye on, you know, what she wanted out of the picture for a long time. And as the Supremes just steadily got more successful, it became more apparent. And then it kind of came out about her and Barry Gordy. And then it was just, after that... You know, they said that you couldn't even refer to her. People that had been with Motown for years since she first signed couldn't even refer to her as Diana anymore. They had to refer to her as Miss Rock. She had to take the separate flights and the separate the, the separate travel arrangements from everybody else. You know, it, it's... Mm-hmm. And it turned into a very successful career. I, I don't think that anybody can deny that, you know, Diana Ross has had one of the most influential and successful careers in music. You really can't deny that. Proof is in the pudding. But at what cost? At what credibility. Cost? One thing. Well, let's look at the credibility. Do people really pay attention to her for that? I mean, it's a well-known fact. But do people really say, oh, I don't like Diana Ross because she slept with Barry Gordy just to get ahead? Uh, with her, it wouldn't be so... Uh... You know, it wouldn't be so just out outwardly known, but other people, you know, like we were speaking on Christina earlier, I mean, shoot, people know she's a hoe. Ain't no telling what Nicki Minaj did. Really, women well, in the industry, man, some of them have integrity, some don't. Well, okay, well, let's give another example. Uh, going back to another highly successful female artist that has had one of the most successful solo careers, Matter of fact, she's the biggest selling female artist in history, Mariah Carey. A lot of people don't remember that when Mariah Carey came out on Sony Music, she was married to Sony CEO Tommy Mottola, which is the same man who gave J-Lo her first record deal. Uh We'll get to that in a second. But Mariah Carey was married to Tommy Mottola. Now, there's a legitimate talent She's a legitimate talent. Nobody can. She's crazy as a Bessie bug, but she's a legitimate talent. Definitely had the voice to back up anything, you know. But definitely her husband being the CEO of the record company that she was signed to has something to do with it. Or am I reaching? Let me know. And if you want to get on this conversation, go ahead and give us a call 718 508 9972. I want to hear your opinion on this. I don't know, guys. What do you think? Mariah Carey. She married for tracks. I, don't, <laughs> I, don't I think it's more of a power thing, man. You know, a lot of females, you know, in that position, especially when they understand you have some aggressive females, and then you have some females that just have that integrity where they ain't going to just go out like that. But some of those women, man, they're going for the head, the, the big shark in the tank, period. You know what I'm saying? Why not go for Tony Matella? Look at the power that he used to wield back in the day. This is true. You know what I'm saying? So now, you think about it. Now you, Christina, what, what, yeah. what does she go from? And I hate to keep harping on her, but she's the one that keeps sticking to my mind. But, you know, she went from Dre. Each, each guy she went to was a step up, and she caught Nick on his way up. 
Oh, yeah. You're right. You know what I'm saying? Think about it. Each guy after that, Dre was the hottest producer, period, at that little point in time when they was hitting. Then they say, you know, Dream became the hottest guy, and she with each one of these guys. Think about it. It's like you, musical I mean, you, kids. You're absolutely right. I can't. I cannot. I cannot disagree. And uh, if you've noticed, she hasn't been. She hasn't said anything about working on any new music or anything like that since she um, and the Dream got divorced. But you know, she came off a big settlement in that divorce. Mm-hmm. Huge settlement. She ain't got to work no more. No, not at all. But I mean, does that I mean does that bash her credibility, or does that make her a smart woman? <laughs> a hoe. Let's just be honest. Make her a hoe. I wonder if some of these uh, ladies be uh, actually meeting together to do strategic planning about certain things. Cause since we just got to talk about you know Mariah and uh, you know Christina and Diana. Um, it seems like they were grown to do that. To me, if you look at the track I mean, record and look at how they actually hooked up with certain people when they were on the come up or when they got up, and then when they got up, she, you know, something happened to where they, you know, they split up. You know. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, it could it could definitely be um, it could be argued as such. I mean, I can. I can see where it can be argued to say that. I mean, you know, now, how long sense. do you think Mariah and Nick gonna last? Really though. Well, I think she's at that point right now where they gonna last because she old as I don't know what. Ain't yeah, nobody else yeah, gonna she is old as fuck. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Then Nick got. I think a lot of people think on how much how much of a, a, a media mogul Nick Cannon is. Nick Cannon is worth a lot of money. He's oh I know that he still no makes doubt. money off of. You know, people just look at it, oh, his rap career didn't take off and he had a couple of movies. No, realize he was the producer behind those movies. He made a lot of money and he's still making money. Mm-hmm. Producing shows and, and he all had that. And show on, on, on uh, Nickelodeon. Yeah, like he, he got it. Yeah. That's when he he's, got he's positioned himself to be a very, he's, uh, to be a very powerful man in Hollywood. So, I, I do think that they're going to last. I think they're going to last. I think even in the situation with Mariah Carey, the one thing I will say about it is, yeah, she married Tommy Mottola. I mean, like, they were married. They were married for, you know, for years. And so I think her situation may be a little bit different. But the one thing I noticed from this new generation is, is that the ones who are often less talented or deemed less talented are the ones that usually wind up in that category of effing for tracks. Prime example. <sighs> J-Lo Now J-Lo just hit the news For um, her divorce With Mark Anthony Now this is coming Right after A highly successful season Of America Idol Which she was the judge A judge on uh, Coming back Having another hit single Having another album You know J-Lo had been out Of the spotlight For a while But it seemed like Every time J-Lo Got really hot She switched up The guys that she was with Cause you remember back in the day when she ain't nobody really know her, she had the little, you know, the little waiter guy she was dating, and then, you know, this guy and that guy. But when she got with Puffy, you know, she wasn't even J Lo then; she was Jennifer Lopez. Uh-huh. And when she got with Puffy, and people can say what they want to, they can say Puffy is this, Puffy is that, Puffy is this. Puffy made that girl hot. Everybody wanted to be in the business of J Lo then. 
Puffy Man. And then, you know, when the mu- when it seemed like the music, you know, this was around the time with the the shooting and and Puffy going to the trial and everything, you know, the music on her side, the music was dying down, but her movie career had picked back up. And so, what did she do then? All of a sudden, she's thing. dating yep. Ben Affleck, the hottest. Well, she married that one guy in between that. <laughs> As like he was like a little transitional marriage, but then she cheated on him with Ben Affleck, who was at the time one of the hottest actors in Hollywood. And did you notice that when J Lo and Ben Affleck broke up, it was right after they had that movie Geely come out, and it was a flop. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So I'm just waiting to see who is going to be this time. That's what, that's, what, that's what I'm waiting to see who is going to be this time. But obviously, you know, and the one thing I can say about JLo is I think that I think she's a very smart woman. I think she's a, a, a good entertainer. She's definitely not a singer. She's definitely not a singer. But speaking of that JLo Cassie connection, we're not going to stay on the ladies for too long because we're going to get we're going to get to some of these guys too. You know, oh, yeah. sleeping over for trains. Man. We're yeah, we gonna we gonna we gonna get on that. The huh? speaking of J Lo and her connection with Puffy, one of the most recent ones that's just outwardly blatant with it is Cassie. If you're not familiar with Cassie, all my listeners out there, uh Cassie is the rumored girlfriend of Diddy. Um, she's signed to his bad boy label. She's probably the most un- and let's let's be real about it. Puffy has dropped artists that have given him million sellers. Am I right? Right. Cassie, according to the sales, Cassie is the lowest released artist on Bad Boy in the history of Bad Boy. In the history. And he took her over to Interscope with his new deal with Interscope. You know, he's chunked out all this money to put her with Cool and Dre and Dallas Austin, Timbaland, and all these other the lowest selling artists in the history of his label. And all of a sudden, he gets these pictures that come up. Oh, they're riding together. She's coming up everywhere with him. If Puffy's at an event, she's somewhere in the background. They had pictures of them together, hugged up by the pool. You know, then her pictures come out where she's, you know, kind of, you know, just busting it wide open for everybody to see. But clearly, it was for Puffy to see. And, you know, it's just a classic example of effing for tracks. And I'm not being funny. She can't sing. She can't dance. She's a pretty girl, very pretty girl. There's nothing about her that will make you say, "I gotta have her on my label." You can't, you can't go big. You don't remember how on the five heartbeats, Big Red was like, "I got to have you on my label." There's nothing about Cassie that says that, and she's just outwardly blatant with it. So what? Nothing. Yeah, it's, it's, she has no. There's no visible talent that she has. Well, once again, I say visible talent. But what about the girls that work hard? They really have talent. They really put in work. And they get, you know, kind of screwed over. Jasmine Sullivan is a prime example. She's one of the hardest workers in the business. She's one of the best voices in the business right now. You know, definitely a great writer. Great performer. But you know, just industry politics it just got her to the point where she's just like, you know, I'm 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 screw this. Huh. I don't know. You got you know what, I, I tell you what, 
And we're going to play another song. And when we get back, because we're going to give the ladies a break. When we get back, we're going to talk about these guys. And boy, this is going to be a little controversial. It's going to be a little controversial. So uh, we're going to go old school. Kevin brought this one out. So we're going to go a little old school. We're going to play my man Rick James. Yeah. Freaky girl. This is Middleman Present Talk of Town. (laughs) This is Middleman Present Talk of Town with Nick Eaton on Blog Talk Radio. That was Rick James, cold blooded, with 
Without saying cold blooded. Hey, you know it ain't That was weeks ago, my Anyway, if you guys are just tuning in, <laughs> we are talking about effing for tracks, sleeping your way to the top of the music business. Man, in the first first half hour, we talked about the ladies. We got on the ladies pretty bad. Uh, the ones that are out there that have been, you know, accused. Or have, you know, haven't done too much of a good job of covering up the fact that they are doing a little something strange to to get ahead. And uh but you know what? Now we're gonna get on the guys. Because you know there are guys doing this exact same thing. And here's the crazy thing. They're not always sleeping with women get to the top. I'm just saying. Now about two years ago. An author named Terrence Dean put out a book called Hiding in Hip Hop. And it addressed several male celebrities, both singers, actors as well, that, you know, are on the down low. Now, he didn't name names specifically. He gave clues. He gave clues. He gave scenarios. And um, he was just basically talking about entire culture, or more, more or less a cult. Of download entertainers And it got me thinking Now It's easy It's real easy to write off a guy That just becomes massively successful And just oh he was out there He was grinding he was doing this he was doing that Now of course we like I, I can say honestly Kevin Al myself you know there are a lot of guys That have been doing their thing on the underground And it was just so undeniable That when it came out it just made sense But now there were some other guys that came out of nowhere. All of a sudden, they're the hottest in the streets. All of a sudden, they're the hardest in the streets. And in the meanwhile, they're in the back of the boardroom, um, you know, taking it a little crazy. Now, I guess, see, on a second, I'm going to pose the question that I pose uh, about the real female. transformery right now. How about that? How am I, how am I doing now? All right. We better? Yeah, you good. Uh, Hello? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I'm going to pose the same question to you guys that I posed earlier about the women. Are these guys wrong for doing what they do to, to get to the position that they're in? <laughs> the position they're in. <laughs> <laughs> Excerpts. I looked online yeah. and I um I uh I found some excerpts from this guy's book. <sighs> well the first one is actually kinda easy. 
It's actually it's actually pretty easy. And um of course the guy like I said, he changed names. So I'm just gonna read a quick little excerpt. Uh Luke quote unquote Lucas, a megastar. No matter what film project he was attached to, it was bound to be a box office smash. And Kareem, a leading sitcom actor, is married to an actor. The film crew took bets on how often Lucas's boyfriend, Kareem, would show up and how long he would stay. It was like clockwork. Kareem arrived every day at the same time and went straight to the trailer for hours on end. Now, the first guy, and, and like I said, all of this is just um, speculation, you know. We can't confirm this. We can't confirm any of this. We just read there's some wonderful interpreting mass. Luke is this megastar, and no matter what film project he touched with, uh, Bound to be a Box Office Smash, they were actually uh, allegedly referring to Will Smith. Yep. <laughs> and his leading actor, his leading sitcom actor, boyfriend, Kareem, they were referring to Dwayne Martin. For those of you not familiar with Dwayne Martin, uh, he's been like he's been a sitcom forever. Uh, he was in the movie Deliver Us from Eva, he's, <coughs> and he's married to Tisha Campbell, who is the. Um, of course, we all know her as playing uh, Gina on Martin. Now these guys have done a lot of business together, and they are you know supposedly just the best friends. As a matter of fact, the TV show um, that Dwayne Martin was. Uh, starring in that was loosely based on Will Smith's life uh, was produced by Will Smith. Now, in this type of situation, because that's not the only time there's been a rumor about Will Smith being gay. This has been going on for years. People have been talking about this for years. Him and Quincy Jones. Six degrees of separation. Exactly. You know, his first, his first, you know, major film role, he played, you know, a uh, a, a down low gay male. So my question is, like I said, I pose the same question because you can't deny that Will Smith is talented. He's talented. He's smart. He's a good businessman. Is it justified for him to do that, or even his way to the top? Oh no, man! I mean, you know, when when you just playing a, the role of an actor and that's all it is—a role. To be an actor, that's fine. But if there's more to it, and you know, like you know, we discuss uh, homosexuality sometimes on this show. But I mean, I'm not even coming from that standpoint. But if if you coming from the standpoint of an actor, and that's all you're doing is acting, okay, then that's on you. And then you know, you let let it fly high and may. But some people just they ain't gonna want to get down like that, man. They don't want to get down like that. I don't care what. What position they gonna put him in, or whatever? How, you know, fame ain't everything. It ain't my opinion. That's all I had to say, fellas. Well, I guess we're having some technical difficulties right here with our man uh, Nick Eaton. Hello, Nick Eaton. Well, we all know, uh, you know, a lot of things that that goes on behind the scenes in the, in the industry that we have heard. Some people have put it out there. Um, you know, prime example, like um, Kareem Stevens. You know, when she wrote that book. Oh yeah. You know, about a lot of those guys and what they do. You know, behind closed doors. So, I mean, 
you know. Mm-hmm. Cause man, you you know a lot of you never know what somebody do. You never know. Right. There's a lot of them out there that do do it. Right. Right. And it ain't really our business. I don't like like they were asking, was it wrong? Man, it ain't our business. Like, if they keep, oh. you know, if that's what they do on the download, that's on them. Real talk. But me personally, I enjoy Will Smith movies. I have no problem with them. Mm-hmm. Not at all. But I'm not going to watch that Six Degree of Separation. No, I'm not. Me either. You know. Me either. Am I back in? Yeah. Okay. All right. We having one of them days today here, player. Man, I know, right? What, what can you say? Look, this is my thing. I agree with you. But I have to say this, that a lot of times women are given flack for doing this, but the men aren't. Playing gay? No. This whole effing for tracks thing. Oh. Just going back to our original topic, mm-hmm. I, I think that's a big double standard. I think it's a really big double standard. But my thing is, yeah, are you well, well, you don't hear as much about the men versus women. I mean, the women are more put in tabloids and the media versus men on any level anyway as far as, I guess you would say, sexual type relations thing. Now, as far as, when you know, you have people that know those, uh, you know, the uh, the flicks, you know, when they come out doing a sex tape and, you know, how they use it to try to boost their careers and stuff like that. Now, I definitely don't, you know, agree with that. Well, let's look at it like this. That's a part of it too, ain't it? Yeah, I'm a part say. of it. I will say. But you got to look at it. I think it's a little different with the women that put out the sex tape. One, you got Kim Kardashian, who was already just, you know, she was a a socialite in the L.A. circuit anyway. She was, you know, because of her family, you know, she was already entrenched in that. That just gave her a lot of, a lot of press. Mm-hmm. She's part of Paris Hilton. You know, another example. You know, it it worked for her. Like she put that out there herself. I don't care what anybody says. She put it out there herself. Mind you, both of them have recorded music. It hasn't panned out for either one of them. You don't really see. Now you may get it may be some pictures that leak every nine then, but for the most part, you don't see too many of our African American female celebrities getting it in on like that you know what I'm saying like I said some pictures every now and then you get Rihanna come out with some pictures or, or Cassie will come out with some pictures or something like that but as far as like full on sex dates no it just, it's, it's not going it doesn't really fly as a matter matter of fact uh, the owner of MediaTakeout.com anybody who's ever gone to their site knows they put up some scandalous stories uh, they were talking uh, to him on Power 105 and um, they actually and he was, they said, is there, has there ever been a story that you guys didn't run, that you didn't put up? And he said that he came across a video of a very prominent female R&B singer. Mm-hmm. And in the video, she's doing, you know, some of everything. I mean, he wouldn't give a hint to who it was. Seeing there's so many female singers out there, but... Clearly, whoever it was, it was worth her sending some goons 
<laughs> to me to take out offices. Like, if you put that out, y'all not gonna make it out of this building alive. Oh. Yeah. So, and you know what's so crazy about that is, you do realize that at some point it's gonna get out. And you said this just happened within the last year, but at some point it's gonna get out. But my thing is, you look at artists like Cassie, you look at artists like J-Lo, you look at artists like Ashanti, who it came out, you know, years after the fact, even though people speculated it, years after the fact that she was, in fact, messing around with Herb Gotti the entire time she was trying to be on a come-up with uh, Murder Ingress. But at the same time, like, does it really take away from who they are as artists? And is it really their fault because other female artists or other male artists won't make the same type of compromises that they would? Hmm. Huh. Like, at the end of the day, we don't know what anybody's doing in their bedroom. No. Yeah, true. I like to say, man, it really ain't our business. Real talk. They want well, to let be me give you... and all that good stuff there and all the freaky stuff you hear about all these different folks. Have it. That's how I feel about it. Let me give you the inspiration. I was the inspiration for the show actually came from me talking to a young lady the other day. First off, I know we're supposed to have our prank show. I got like two or three emails that were like, "Hey, don't do that prank show. It's whack." <laughs> oh yeah. But you know what? I appreciate that. The one thing I can say about the middlemen's listeners. Is that you guys keep it real with us? You know, if there's something that y'all don't like, y'all let us know. So I appreciate that. Anyway, I'm talking to a young lady. She's an independent artist uh, here in Atlanta, Georgia. She's been doing the thing for a minute. Made a couple of strides. I, I, I'm not going to say her name um, because of the situation she was in. She was um, actually signed to a production deal. A very famous producer, and um, she was working on her demos. This is maybe like four or five years ago. She went to New York to work on her demos. Um, and she was staying at one of the, the townhouses that's owned by, you know, this guy. So he calls her one night, past, you know, time when they're supposed to be in the studio. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, yo, I'm on my way over there. And she's like, why? We don't have any, we don't have a session tonight. She's like, I'm in the tub. I'm about to go to bed. I know you're in the tub. That's why I'm about to come over there. And so she's like, uh... No, I, I, no, stop playing. You know, she's trying to, you know, joke it off, kid it off like it's no big deal. Right. Hangs up her phone. Five minutes later, she knock at the door. It's him. And the only reason that he knocked at the door is because she had had the top chain locked. Because he had a key. She was still in the tub. Now, he had just planned on just walking in there all willy-nilly. And, you know, huh. she says that... Since then, she's run into obstacle after obstacle, and she feels like it's partly because she's been blackballed. And she said that sometimes she questions whether or not she should have let him in that night because her morals say no. But everything she's encountered since then, you know, has told her in her head that, yeah, you should have just let him in tonight. And she was just saying how angry she gets when she sees other females who are a lot less talented than her being, you know, getting on. Which is not, that's one thing I feel that all artists can can agree with. It does suck to see somebody that gets a lot further in the business than you are and they're immensely less talented. 
But that was really the inspiration for the show. And I'm just like, you know, here I see this. this she's, she's talented. She's beautiful. She, you know, she works hard. You know, she's all about business. If it's business, right. it's business. You know, she doesn't even date anybody that wants to be in the business or is in the business because she's that she's that focused on not having that stigma lashed onto herself. But should it be, I mean, should her talent be muzzled because of what she wouldn't do? And it happens a lot. You know what I know. Yeah, it, it, it does. It, it does happen a lot. And I hate I, to have I, these one-word answers, but, I mean, other than that, man, you know a lot of times that's what a lot of these females face because they can't. You know, they can't get down with these guys like they you know, like they like the guys want them to. Or, you know, get in there and they fill all up on them up in the studio and like, hey, you know, if you want to get on, this is what we're going to do. Just like the casting couch. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Just like the a lot of their, a lot of their, uh, their careers just get stifled. They get they get shot down because of that. Well, I guess the biggest thing is because honestly, when she told me this, I wanted to offer her an answer, but I couldn't. I, I didn't know what to tell her. You, you guys know I'm pretty good at. You should have you should have told her the life. truth. I mean, it just what it was. You should have been like, hey, baby, uh, that just ain't no good. How do you mean? Huh? Mm-hmm. I would have just had to tell her the truth, man. Well, what's the truth in that sense? Keep doing your music and hopefully, you know what I'm saying, don't worry about what it. Because, I mean, man, she just, as long as she ain't in no long-term contract, she can just keep putting her stuff together. Well, I guess my biggest thing, and what it comes down to and what this whole show boils down to, to get ready to wrap everything up. The truth of the matter is, everybody thinks that. At, at the end of the day, this business is a lot about compromise. And I think that a lot of people are willing to do certain things. And I guess just the cost, sometimes for some people, it's just not worth it to them. You know, there are still some people out there that value their bodies. Now, I can't sit up here and tell you not to sleep your way to the top, but then when you turn around and you do get on, you got a bunch of groupies coming in and out of the room anyway. I mean, you, in a sense, you're still doing the same thing. I think mm-hmm. that we chastise women for stuff that guys do all the time, or just like Al said earlier, that's not put on display as much because they're guys. And there's a lot of talent that goes unnoticed because of it. So I will say to that young lady and the countless young ladies that have, have had to go through this and the guys, you know, if you feel that strongly about it, if you feel that strongly that you don't want to do it, realize that there are other avenues to get your music out there. Realize there are other ways to do it. Honestly, there are more ways now to get yourself out there than there's ever been. For the ones that are doing it, as long as you can wake up and look at yourself in the, in the mirror in the morning, I can't judge you for that. Do what you do. But just realize that it's like what they say all the time. Like the old folks say, what's done in the dark is going to come to light. Yeah. Eventually it is. Al, what you got up for the rest of the week, man? Yeah, still with us? Yeah, he's still there, man. You got to excuse me, man. He's on the highway. And, uh, 
Yeah, I'm on the road, man. I'm wait, wait, you're good, man. I keep telling you, you're good, man. Think that chewing donuts and stuff while we on the road. Well, Kev, what you got up this week, man? Well, uh, this weekend, uh, uh, nothing. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> no, I'm just tripping, man. Hopefully, That's man, we're gonna get out and. Well, really, I, I'm I'm contemplating, man, because this heat has been so bad as of late. But uh, I was thinking about shooting over to the Carolinas, man. Uh, just you know, just to shoot over there. Probably South Carolina. Just to go. Just to go. Yeah. Just roll through the city limits and uh, go across the state line and be like, I'm here. No, no, we probably go over there to that beach, but I'm kind of kind of scared to go because of, uh, they had a couple of shark attacks over there. Look, uh, anybody that's by by some water right now, chill out. They got attacks. They got shark attacks. They got. Kids attacking parents. They got parents attacking kids. Oh yeah. If, I'm not taking anybody that, under the uh, age of 18 to Florida for about two more years so they get all that cleaned up. Oh yeah. If we don't do that. We probably gonna hit up our uh, Six Flags. I ain't Well, you know, this week I got a couple more moonlighting jobs. I'm joking. Actually, well, you know, this week, you know what? I'm getting prepared for this Sunday because we're gonna have an incredible show this Sunday. This Sunday, the name of the show is Rebuilding the Black Man. Woo. And I want all the ladies to tune into that, and the men too. I want everybody to tune in, but because uh, you know, a lot of times they say the middlemen, we're hard on the ladies. Yeah, we got, but we got to talk about it. We got to get these brothers right, though. These kids, the young men. You know, we we all about self-preservation. Exactly. Hey, what? You can go ahead and hit us with that outro. We surely will appreciate everybody that did. Stay in and tune in with us Black Man 37 Appreciate you man Always supporting brother Thank you Yes sir The middle man shouted Big Chris shouted Now I ain't sure what you was tuning in to We'll pay attention to the real talk What we here for So take a listen time I take a minute Shout in and learn some Put your mind to grind the world You destined to earn some Linda Hill Comment on what you hear Let's figure out this master plan and put this thing in gear. Don't matter if you hood or you corporate. Don't get you got a wheel to do way better than you were doing. Well, then you fortunate. Take a stand. Stop complaining about what you ain't got. Hating on the next man because he was dying to wreck shop. Every Sunday, tune in. Go live 6 p.m. BlogTalkRadio.com. The middle me. Hey, what's happening? The middle me. Hey, what's happening? The middle me. Hey, what's happening? Blog Talk Radio.